Welcome to the Not-For-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, it's Justin Hogg from RightSource. Uh, this is the next one, next step in the process of looking through helping your organization function and become viable uh, or ensure it's viable under the NDIS framework. What, we're gonna, what we covered last video was we did a little bit of an overview and we talked about the client journey under the NDIS framework and how it's important to understand that. What we're going to talk through today is a bit more about um, is the next step in the process and understanding what you need to do and that's about capturing data. Now that sounds pretty exciting, but really it's, it's the building block of then everything else that comes. So to understand how your organization's gonna function, you actually need to understand well, where is all the data and how is all that gonna work. Now, I often feel I need to say this when I'm working with NDIS organizations who are completely frazzled, um, quite often the money's running out, they're seeing their grant funding disappear and the NDIS money hasn't quite started to come through yet, don't worry, everything's gonna be okay. All right, we'll get through this together. So, where do we start with data? Well, let's understand why we want the data. The data fundamentally we need is to make sure we get paid as an organization. So, if we're not collecting the data, if we don't have the data anywhere, we're not gonna get paid. So, historically in not-for-profits before NDIS, a lot of grant funding was outcomes based, non-NDIS grant funding still is a lot uh, focused on outcome based. So we're not unfamiliar with having to capture outcomes. So understand what we've delivered for the clients and how many out, what, what outcomes they've been has been important because that's been required to get reported back as part of the grant funding. The frequency of that reporting could be quarterly, could be annually. So uh, the, I suppose the priority of getting that data and having that data up to date isn't necessarily top of mind for, um, hasn't been top of mind for not-for-profit organizations. Now, with the NDIS coming in, effectively, every time a single client sees you, that is effectively doing an acquittal process, if you like. So, for every time that client sees you, you need to capture that data so that you can claim the funds from that single client to get paid. And that data actually needs to be more specific now as well because under the, how you, under the NDIS, what you claim and how you claim it has to fit into particular categories. Plus also the client wants to know what they're being charged for. So that has to get captured at a much more detailed level and a much more regular, much more regularly. The first challenge you'll get in looking at this process in, in detail isn't a technical one, it's not a systems one, it's not even a, necessarily a procedural one, it's a cultural one. So what will happen is that operations aren't used to having to capture this detail necessarily. And a lot of the detail, it's sort of seen as an administration task. So they'll push back, say, well, this isn't operations. Capturing all this data will diminish how much we can do. Um, so we can't do it. It needs to be an admin, admin task. Now, that actually, if you accept that, um, it probably limits the ability for you to create a good, a good and scalable process. So am I saying that capturing the data is an a, a operational task? Fundamentally, mostly yes. 
Well, why? Why do it? Why? Why is it an operational task? Well, the reason why it's better to capture the data at that operational side and not an administrative side is that you're closer to the action. The operations people know what's happening, so they can capture the data better. So it's going to be more accurate. It potentially will be more timely. So by doing all that, um, you've got a better chance of the information being complete and actually correctly re reflecting what services were actually delivered. In terms of that accuracy, well, there's also, apart from having it done in operations, making sure the data is accurate is so important. And the things you can also do to make sure the data is accurate is make sure that it is getting done daily. So not that it's done at the end of the week or the end of the month because you're not going to know, you're not going to remember what was done at that fine level of detail. By doing it daily and having a process in place, you'll be able to make sure that that data is also complete. So if, say, you're appointment-based and you, know, you have a, a professional giving services or providing clients um, hour block services and they have eight in a day, well, at the end of the day, you should have eight lots of information and that shows that the data is complete. So there's a, a much better way to make sure that data is complete each day and if you're checking each day that data is complete, you'll be able to go quickly if something's missing, quickly go back and get that data filled if it's been missed, rather than come back to it a month later when you don't remember what that happened that day. The other aspect in terms of using operations as the, the, the key point for the data is that they've already been delivering a service historically. So they should already have systems and processes in place that does capture client information. So if they're working within client who's got an issue or problem or they're trying to um, help a client live a better life, they've been working with their client, they've been taking notes, they've got client notes, they've, they've got all that stuff already and that would already be in a system. Quite often that system is something that could be used to capture this information already so it's already there. So the step to capture this data at an operational point of view is a lot quicker. If you go, well, no, we don't want operations to do it, and it's really an administrative job and admin's going to do it, you've all of a sudden divorced the process, and it's very hard for people who aren't at that service delivery front to understand what's being delivered, how it's being delivered, and to know the information is correct. So straight away, you're opening yourself up to the possibility that you don't capture all the data. And if you don't capture all the data, you're not going to get paid for all the services that you're delivering. Ultimately, if you're not paid for all the services you're delivering, you're going to be able to do less good. And what could fundamentally be the, the issue from all that is that you become an, not viable. You can't continue to do what you're doing long term, and that's what we want to prevent. So that's, that's why looking at the data that you need to capture and where you capture it is the first step in all these processes. And funnily enough, the, that first step is a cultural one. Just to recap sort of where we're at here, so we've talked about the client journey, understand the client journey, where they're coming from. Then the next step is to, to the data that you need in terms of being able to effectively get paid. So what information does the client need to be able to be comfortable to pay you for the services that you're delivering? And where is that data best captured? So that's probably the, the takeaway from this video is that really you need to have a, a think in terms of the business, what data you need and where is that 
not necessarily, don't go to where you're going to capture it, but where is it generated? Where does that data start? Where does it come into existence? Because you really want to bring your storage and your capturing that data as close to the point it comes into existence. Um, so that's probably the takeaway from today. Have a think about it. Um, and maybe sort of start to, to put down a few notes in terms of where that data is and what that data looks like. Um, next, next week we'll start going through a bit more of the bringing that data into the invoicing process. Um, if you want to get some more information or have a, uh, I suppose more detail around all this process, feel free to drop your uh, contact details in below. Uh, let me know what you're after and I'm, I'll definitely get back to you. Definitely feel free to connect me on LinkedIn and if you do want to have a more detailed conversation around all this and what it means in terms of the new new world of NDIS and operating in that uh, framework, definitely happy to have a conversation. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series and if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.